It means seeing your flaws, seeing your accepting flaws, them, accepting and realizing, and realizing I, can I can do better. So, these are just a few thoughts to think about on this podcast. So, welcome to Winning with Trevor. I appreciate your ears, your minds, and the time that you spend contemplating how you can be successful. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Winning with Trevor. This is your host, Trevor. W. Goodchild, your host of Winning Whichever, your no BS guide to positive thinking and self-improvement. Now, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please take a second to do so so you don't miss any updates or cool new episodes. And, of course, you can always get my really neat newsletter that goes out every Tuesday. Um, it's trevorwgoodchild.com slash subscribe. Just enter your email in, sign up, and look, if you've listened to this podcast, you enjoyed the content on it, please rate it on iTunes and just go ahead and take a second to do that. Also, if you really do enjoy this podcast and you've had a few moments listening to it that you enjoyed, then share it with your friends. Go ahead and reach out to people that you think might enjoy it. Paste a link to it. Uh, you know, reference it on iTunes and, you know, just share the love. So we're joined now this week by the month of April. This is Trevor introducing your pre-summertime weather. We're right in that part of the year when fireflies are just about to come out at that true signal of summertime when the cicadas sing and you really start to enjoy being outside again from the kind of wintertime era when we're all really insular. A lot of times people use the wintertime for reflection about their life, about themselves. Sometimes people that I've known in the past, they, they've, they've gotten really kind of closed off to the world and they're in their own internal world to discover what they need to discover. And I think that's pretty neat. The summertime for a change of seasons, a change of how we feel, how we interact with the world, it's definitely time to get outside. It's definitely time to enjoy the springtime weather. So whatever you're doing, take a trip on a sailboat. Go to a local creek, walk by, see what you can notice. Buy a book. Buy a book that identifies trees or birds and just go out there. Go out there. Do it. Get get away from staring at the screen and take a moment to reconnect with that outside world that is really quite amazing when we take a moment to notice it. So I've started a new series that I'm now doing called When With These Wednesdays and it's on my Facebook group. I think I'm going to start sharing it with more people and I might put it up on YouTube. But basically it's a series that focuses on kind of what I'm thinking about these days and new approaches that I'm trying that I think might help other people at this art of life mastery. I'm always kind of beta testing new ways of living life in a way that is more optimal because I feel like we're constantly running a series of systems, we're constantly doing different things and you know we're seeing how life reacts to that. A lot of times this is done through automatic pilot. A lot of times we're just kind of living life and, you know, responding as we respond or impulsively reacting as we react. And we're not really taking note of this kind of feedback loop that life itself provides us. You know, it's 
It's kind of this theory I've been testing out for the past 15 years, and I found evidence to support that there is this existence of some sort of, I don't know, I don't want to get like new agey on you, because I'm not, I don't really define myself as that. I'm kind of more humanist philosopher with a touch of metaphysics or quantum mechanics, really. Um, I like things that are provable. I like things that you can see that have happened that you can verify. And so one of the things that I've really noticed, though, not to get too meta, is that life itself interacts with you on this organic level as if it is almost one unified being. And that if you're careful in how you cultivate your relationships with events, with your own emotions, with yourself, with your response to this feedback loop of life that we're constantly inside of, part of, and co-creating, but not really aware, right? We're kind of doing this on kind of an auto-servo function of, you know, the biological robots that, you know, animals are born to just breed, eat, spread, and die. And they do this almost automatically through a series of you know, I don't know, adaptive radiated motions through some sort of evolution of survival, where humans, we are, have this ability to be self-aware. We have this ability to recognize how we're both part of an environment, yet separate from it through our consciousness, which is still not physically measurable. But I guess some of what I wonder about is how much we really take the time to to contemplate this feedback loop of life. And when I say that, I guess I should backpedal and explain. You know, the editor of my book, Notes from My Higher Self, uh, which is debuting soon, got some pretty cool connections with uh, a major publisher and, you know, more stuff to come that will be pretty neat, I'll share. But my editor gave me some feedback today. And she said, you know, Trevor, I love the book. The book's got a great message. I understand it. It resonates. It's amazing. And I think it's going to be a big hit. A top seller when it gets out there. New York Times. Whatever. Um, but you need to break down and explain some of these concepts in more detail. Because you may understand some of these concepts. But it may be new to a lot of other people. So you may need to backpedal and explain some of these a little more clearly. So that was her copy editing feedback on some of the chapters that I'm going to work on. So let me use that advice right now and put it into practice. When I say feedback loop, and by the way, this is not from my book. This is just for this podcast, Winning with Trevor. Um, the feedback loop that I speak of, okay, so we, we, feedback loop by definition, you know, it's just like a response to, to something that happens, right? We see that response that life gives us. We see a response, the causality, in the sense that, you know, we do something and it causes reverberations. It causes a difference in the universe. It causes a difference in the lives of the people that we surround ourselves with. Every action that we take, every word that we say, it's, it's constantly generating this kind of quantum level of, you know, energetic intention I don't know how to say this. We're we're creating reality. And I know that's such a... People say that shit so much. And I think it loses meaning for a lot of people. It becomes another bullshit hipster thing to throw around. Yeah, we're creating reality. Be the change. And people really fail to 
personalize that or resonate with that on a deeply personal level on how we actually can create reality. Well, this is kind of pulling back the curtain here. Here's some of the how-tos on that. So when we're walking through our lives, we're creating the reality that we live in by how we choose to respond to the stimuli that is outside of ourselves. This is creating other stimuli in response, right? So some stimuli, a series of events of actions. We get out of bed, we make our breakfast, we hear something on the radio, listen to NPR, you know, good morning time thing. And, you know, it causes emotional reactions inside of us, which may be, you know, that's one of the, the stimuli from the outside world. Now that causes a feedback uh, loop in the sense that now our mood is tempered in a certain way based on our emotional response to what we've heard on NPR. <laughs> then I'm throwing NPR or KUT under the bus in any way. This could be anything. You could be walking outside and have uh, a mockingbird dive bomb you. I'm having a constant war with mockingbirds around where I live. They have this irritating habit of going up at 3 a.m. in the morning right by my window and just going off. And I, I don't understand it. Maybe they're drones. I don't really know. But so you're going outside, you're dive bombed. I actually have not been dive bombed on by mockingbirds. Just FYI. But. You know, you get out of bed, you, you, you go about your day, something happens. You know, you, it doesn't always have to be bad. Maybe you, you know, you read that your stocks are up in, in the Wall Street Journal. You're like, wow, that's great. Maybe you get a random phone call from a friend that you haven't heard from in years. You know, maybe on your, your way to work, uh, you get there and you find the most perfect parking spot. And then some random person walking by says something that you overhear and you're like whoa i needed to hear that at this very moment it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be big the point is is that we respond to this external stimuli outside of ourselves well then what happens our response to the stimuli that we're receiving then creates a new energetic form through our emotions through our speech and through our actions that then continues to reverberate i know this sounds abstract as fuck it really isn't it's very precise i've been studying this shit for like 20 plus years and i've seen patterns and the thing is is that what happens when you start to be more conscious of of how you're co-creating reality by your response to reality then you and reality are like on the same page whoa like you're, you're no longer as separate from the creation process of this life that you're living. I mean, we can, we can go all kinds of levels, sociological or psychological, on the sense that, you know, we're controlled by a lot of our subconscious mind, a lot of the previous trauma that we've gone through or previous experiences that have made a really deep impression on us, whether that's good or bad, you know, they, they dictate often how we perceive the world today you know, stuff in our childhood, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that's been said about, like, people, I don't know what it was, was it Hitler, that was, like, there was some kind of thing where his whole shit was, like, reinventing, you know, the 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 pain of, of being born all over again through all this other actions, I mean, people have, have dove pretty deep in this, sometimes I think they're reaching, but 
the point is is that you know a lot of stuff that happened earlier to us that we don't think about tends to shape how we experience life but we're not really consciously aware of it because we're just living in the aftermath of that reverberation i'm going to say reverberation as many times as possible during this podcast so it's just one of those things that when you start tuning in and you start realizing wait okay i'm probably responding in this way because of this experience that's you know how many people do that shit hardly hardly any really take a second to say oh i'm responding to this situation in this manner because of right that's 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 a real huge discerning factor when you start to do that you start to realize how you can co-create your experiences in life by how you think about them by how you interact with them internally in that intrinsic kind of i don't know reality development studio inside of your heart mind and brain and spirit or whatever we we have this kind of like reality generating thing inside of us where we're we're creating these realities that we're experiencing by the emotional relationship that we have with life itself and so that's where it kind of comes in where i'm trying to do an explanation of what i mean when i say a feedback loop not a copyrighted term not a proper noun that i've created yet Maybe I will. Maybe some of my crazy, amazingly popular self-help Tony Robbins level stuff I'll eventually do will have some kind of proper noun that is, you know, talking about feedback loops. But, I mean, life itself is like this organism. And it, it interacts with us on so many different levels. And it's made up of, right? Not just the shit that's alive, right? Not in the traditional sense, right? Not just the stuff that's like plants... And you know, and animals, flora and fauna. You know, it's it's made up of a series of interconnecting nexuses of realizations of consciousness between people, between animals, between man and animals, between kind of the zeitgeist of humanity, between these random ass fucking moments when you suddenly are like, aha, oh, this makes sense, and the moments of intense emotion, of feeling, of appreciation, of beauty, and this just, you know the second where you're living forever and you're like wow this is just amazingly gorgeous you know if you've ever had a moment like that it has this ethereal feeling it has this kind of sense that you're you're experiencing something a little deeper than just normal life i think a lot of the great painters you know monet and and manet and renoir and you know van gogh and and salvador dali and you know i think a lot of them on some level they were resonating with that kind of deeper experience of really engaging with life itself on a synergetic level that is beyond simply living and surviving, but seeing the the third or fourth dimension in between. I'm really not trying to use some triggered keywords that are, you know, some Google stuff about some conspiracy about the fourth or fifth dimension. I'm really not trying to go there. I'm really trying to understand how to explain something that is really without words for how your perception can evolve to see life itself as a series of causal relationships created through our energetic responses to them based on decisions that we make for who we are, the perspectives that we hold, as well as the beliefs that we have, the feelings that we feel, and the experiences that we have chosen to respond to in one particular way or another that thus create a another 
layered feedback loop upon the existing ones right it goes deeper it goes like multi-dimensional in the sense that we're kind of coexisting with multiple versions of ourself because as much as we may feel like we're growing up as much as we may feel like we're making progress there are still child parts of ourselves coexisting with the adult you know there there are still multiple layers to who we are that are creating various kind of threads or track lines in reality based on what part of you responded to this part of life in this this particular way and that creates a specific energetic pattern that goes in that trajectory and then if you continue to nurture that part of yourself your whole life would be based around that part of yourself different decisions be made you live in a different kind of house you live you probably act and speak differently you'd probably have a slightly different or modified social crowd or network or circle that you're involved in right so this is probably too complex for most people to comprehend on the first listen. Listen again. Share this podcast with your friends. Rate it highly on iTunes. Please do these things because I want to continue doing this podcast, but I can't do that without your help. That's a word from our sponsor, which is myself. So, look, it's. I know I probably go too deep. I know I probably need to break down each one of these concepts into like its own podcast. I can't help it though. I get very inspired talking about this sort of thing because this is some of the things that I've discovered that I don't think very many people have. I don't think very many people have broken it down to the level of what I feel is is a, a reproducible system in the sense that once you consciously are aware of how your emotions are really starting to create reality around yourself by how you respond to life and how that then tempers the decisions that you make as a result of such choices for how you feel or the choices to nurture the feelings that arise impulsively and which ones you give more time to dwell upon versus others. I mean, we can't control the impulse reaction, but we can definitely control what we nurture and dwell upon as well. The Edge Dwellers. Look up Emmett Grogan. Random shit. It's really cool. All right, look. So, <laughs> how can I explain this in a way that's helpful to you? I guess maybe I should be asking that question aloud, which I just fucking did. So, you know, I like Gary Vee, and I like the way he curses. I like how how really IDGAF he is about stuff, which is I don't give a fuck if you want the explanation. So, look, that's how I kind of do my style a little bit like that because I admire what he does but I'm not anything like him um I want to focus on the fact that we have a lot more control over the the people that we are I guess we're not multiple people I mean we are in the other sense of the child ego self whatever super it not gonna go there I guess what I mean to say is we have a lot more choice in how we live our life and when we start to care on a deeper level about how we're creating energetic relationships with not just other people, not just animals, not just plants, all these count though, all these count, but the energetic relationship that, and this is gold, you're not going to find this anywhere else, energetic relationship that we have with the events themselves that happen in our life. There's a whole series of different type of reactions that we go through. We, we go through a series of, of different feelings. And the more intense the experience, the more layers there are to the emotional depth of the range of kind of soul 
resonating. Let's use the word, oh wait, reverberating. There we go. <laughs> Got to use that word as many times as possible. How our soul reverberates like the strings on a guitar uh, to a really intense event that happens to us. We go through all these different cycles of feeling like something that, you know, like someone that we love passes away. We go through really so many different stages of emotion. Maybe you were with someone that we love and, and that relationship breaks up after a couple of years and it's really intense if you really cared about them, you know? Or maybe you won the lottery. Maybe, I wish I won the lottery. Maybe you, you, you graduated from Harvard University and you came from nothing. And that's just a huge event. Doesn't always have to be negative, right? The positive is totally valuable. Valuable. Can I speak? Valuable. It reverberates. So, <laughs> in that sense, there are, I guess, multiple energetic structures of emotion being created concurrently as this event happens, and then afterwards, as we react and respond to this event in different ways. Like, time will start to create new reactions and new responses as it proceeds and so in that sense we we're we're like interacting with life as this organism that contains and is part of and creates and is also our co-creator of these events that happen to us these small daily events these huge events these in between small daily events and gigantic huge events that happen in our life, that are part of our daily life. And in that sense, we we have an we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity here to tune in to the kind of relationship that we're creating with life. Maybe if you're into comics, you can call this fate, or you can call this destiny. You can I mean, it doesn't really matter what you call it. There is something out there. Trust no one, says Mulder from the X-Files. you got to trust yourself, though. you got to trust your instincts. And this is part of what kind of my journey has been like, right? From, you know, homeless teenager to book author and public speaker and stuff. Like, throughout that, that journey, I've noticed and I've seen, you know, people ask me this. You know, people that have been in my life for a while, they say, what, what happened, Trevor? What, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you how'd you change so much? How'd you how'd you create such a better life for yourself? Like what was it? What happened? You know, I mean, it's not like I just read The Alchemist and suddenly everything was different. I mean I read The Alchemist, it's a really great book. Uh it's it's a lot more it's a lot more complicated. I'm trying to help you understand my method here. I'm trying to help you understand, reveal the curtain, just because, I don't know, I feel like I let you guys down. And I just want to say I'm sorry. Um, I think there was a couple of weeks I did not show up for work. I did not show up to do the Winning with Trevor podcast, and I sincerely apologize. I think I lost probably like 60 people that were listening. Uh, just dropped off because I didn't show up for uh, a week or two. I don't think it was consecutively. I was just busy doing stuff, trying to launch this course, trying to fly to other states, trying to do entrepreneur conferences, trying to do all that shit. 
and I and I dropped the ball. And so I feel I feel bad about that, and I'm very sorry. I will definitely make this more of a priority to dedicate. I think I'm going to go Thursdays from now on. Will be the podcast day. Be Thursdays winning whichever. But before I start rambling, let me get back to the central point. I feel like I want to gift you with something special because if you have stuck around, you know my core listeners that have been with me for for a while, some from even the beginning. Garrett, giving you a shout out as well. Garrett Scott, ladies and gentlemen, one of my most dedicated listeners. Thank you, sir. You get you get an award of some sort. Um, I just want to say thank you. And part of me saying thank you is to say, let me reveal some of the most valuable things I can think of right now. And so this this understanding, I mean, and I don't expect everyone or anyone really to get this on the first listen. Because this took me 20 years to develop, but... It's, it's understanding and figuring out in what ways energetically and emotionally you are co-creating a relationship with life itself and the expectations you are setting forth for life to meet and fulfill based upon your own self-image and your opinion of who you are and your opinion of your life and what you expect to happen as well, which is also an energetic vibration that is sent out. That opinion of who you are and what your life is supposed to be like is an energetic wavelength in of itself. I think it's 44 gigahertz or hertz or something. They've measured the, the, the energetic output of thoughts before. And and it, it co-creates what you're expecting from life with life itself because it is a feedback loop. It is a sense where you put something in and you get something out. It may not be like instant karma. It may not be something that simple. I think there's something deeper. And I really think, in my heart of hearts, this is a level of a higher science that I've discovered that is not necessarily the woo-woo, right? As Jeff Walker likes to say. It is not necessarily metaphysics or, 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 I mean, I guess it is. It's not, it's not something that I think is in the realm of fiction. It's not in the realm of the paranormal in the sense that I think this is simply a matter of understanding energetic bodies and the relationships between them. I think it's a higher level of physics, to be honest. I think in the sense that if we understand how we are interacting emotionally and a lot of times through automatic habits of how we feel with what happens to us in life and what we are making happen in life and we start to kind of pay attention now don't get you know rabbit foot superstitious here you can really be overzealous with this and try to look for signs everywhere and be like oh i see this i see that it means this it means that don't go that far I mean, maybe you do see something, and maybe it does coincide. Wow, that's cool. But don't don't get too cray-cray with that. I think it's really just a matter of opening up and understanding that we have this, this connection with the universe around us. We have this connection with the planet Earth. We have this connection with the people in our life. We have this connection with the series of events and emotions that are connected together in this kind of fabric of energy that we're interacting with as well energetically from ourself and when we start to realize 
the kind of you know pebble dropped in the pond you see the ripples that go out from that pebble in that pond and who knows i mean the whole butterfly effect shit where a butterfly flaps his wings and like a tsunami happens i don't know it's similar but more useful less coffee shop pondering more life plan goal achievement be successful type stuff because you really become a lot more successful at life when you start to understand how you are interacting with life itself if that makes any sense if you have questions email me at trevor at trevorwgoodchild.com if you would like to join my facebook group you can do so and you can find it on the group section of my facebook page facebook.com slash Trevor W. Goodchild I-N-C as an incorporated and just click on groups you know request to join and you know we can continue talking it, it's not really possible for me to fully flesh this out in a single podcast so I will be continuing some of this in part in the next podcast next Thursday and I commit to you right now I don't care if I have to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning I commit to you I will release a podcast every single Thursday from here on out no skip days no skip steps because you deserve it you've been there you've listened for this long and we're going somewhere we're creating something amazing with this winning with Trevor so this is a to be continued alright we're gonna explore this in I'm not going to say more detail. I think I provided enough detail, but we're going to at least break this down a little more into perhaps some actionable steps that you can do and talk more about this. And I may bring on a a special guest that can really kind of have this conversation with me and, and share their perspective on it as well. So that's coming up. So look forward to that. I mean, I don't know. What should I call this? The the interdimensional matrix of life series god that's such a long title vote on what your title is going to (laughs) be sending me an email at trevor at trevorwgoodchild.com or a a facebook message at facebook.com slash trevorwgoodchildinc and give me your suggestion of what this series should be titled and look If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell a friend. Please share this with someone that that might benefit or just find this interesting to listen to while drinking coffee in the morning or something or commuting, right? Share this podcast. Share this with your friends. Tell people about it. And look, if you found any value in this podcast today, then please rate it on, on iTunes. Please give me all the stars you can afford. And as this costs you nothing... I I expect that to be whatever you feel is best. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, (laughs) And listen, uh, I got this great newsletter. I'd say it's definitely on par with the podcast. If you like this podcast, you'll love the newsletter. I got some really cool themes going on there right now as well. You can subscribe at trevorwgoodchild.com slash subscribe. And that's about it. You know, I'm an author. I write books and stuff. Uh, I write ebooks, 
my mother has requested an ebook or we were talking about it about the value of appreciation with children and their parents and children learning to uh, really feel appreciated or parents learning how to show their children that they're appreciated so that that's going to be an upcoming ebook uh, for certain that I'm working on if you have a topic that you think would be cool uh, or that you haven't seen anything on hey shoot me an email trevor at trevorwgoodchild.com or my facebook at facebook.com slash trevorwgoodchildinc yes i've said this a bunch of times i know this sometimes people don't pick it up on the first time maybe you're driving you can't write all this stuff down you need to hear it a couple times well i hope you have enjoyed this podcast i really did put my heart into it and you know this is something that really means a lot to me because i I've seen some really fucking amazing things happen in my life. And I want to share my unique way of achieving these. And this is all going to be up to you to do. This is all going to be up to you and how you modify this and how you use it to to your benefit. So we'll definitely be talking more about this matrix of the interdimensional nature of life series. God, I've got to come up with a better title. Uh... Tune in next time to be continued. Thanks for listening to Winning with Trevor, your no BS guide to self-improvement and positive thinking. It means seeing your flaws, accepting them, and realizing I can do better. So these are just a few thoughts to think about on this podcast. This is Winning with Trevor, signing off. Appreciate your ears, your minds, and the time that you spend contemplating how you how you be successful, be successful, be successful.